Hi, and welcome to the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas. And welcome to the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas, and Asher, my son, and I are joined by a bunch of moms and kiddos because today we are here with the Fit for Mom group. It's a group that meets in Prospect Park, Brooklyn. It's one of my favorite things to do in New York City. And we're also joined by the lovely Anna Catherine, who runs the Fit for Mom um, Brooklyn program. Thank you for joining us. And all the other moms and kiddos as well. So, you guys ready for a tea party? Yay! Yay, Asher! Okay, well, before we can dive into the tea party, sorry guys, we're going to teach you a little healthy snack for your kids. Um, and these are no-bake granola bars, and since I'm holding this rambunctious one-year-old, Anna Catherine, you're going to help me um, make the recipe. So these are super duper simple. They um, don't require any baking, like I said. You really can just throw them in the refrigerator and keep them, or you can even freeze them and save them for a long time. Um, so the first ingredient that's going to go in are oats. This is very healthy. Again, you do not have to bake it. You can freeze it for a long time. I don't really know how long, but I'm sure it would last a long time in the freezer. Um, and then I like to add coconut, shredded coconut. So we're going to throw that in there. And again, if your kid doesn't like one of these ingredients, you can always mix it up. It's very versatile. Um, and then I like mine with a little almond butter. You can use peanut butter. What other types of butter do you guys like? Almond butter, peanut butter? Cashew butter. Cashew butter. Cashew butter's good. <laughs> what? Regular butter. <laughs> no, regular butter would not, no. no. But however, that is probably the best ingredient ever. Um, okay, and then I like to add a little coconut oil. And then some honey. All right. You want to go, buddy? I'm going to let you free. Evan, my husband, is off camera, so I'm going to get my kid to crawl to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the last thing I like to add are some chocolate chips. But again, you can add whatever you want. Um, butterscotch chips, no chips, raisins. Raisins. Raisins, yeah. It's kind of boring. <laughs> it is very granola-like. I don't know, whatever you want. Cranberries, blueberries, anything dry. So all we're going to do is mix that up. And you might have to use your hands in it. Yeah. But that's up to you. I'll use my hands, I'm not afraid. The best tool in the kitchen. So while you're mixing, <laughs> Chef, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about Fit for Mom? Fit for Mom. Fit for Mom is a national fitness program for moms of all, at all stages of motherhood. We have pre and postnatal fitness classes, um, including stroller strides, stroller bar, um, fit for baby, body back, mm -hmm. um, run club, and we offer a lot of those in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. But they are nationwide, um, and it's an amazing way to build a community of like-minded moms to get fit with your baby. Um, stroller strides is a ton of fun. We go to the park and 
push our babies around and work out and sing songs and play games and, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. In fact, it's one of my favorite things in, uh, in New York City, really, Prospect Park. Um, and I lived in Manhattan previously and part of the reason I actually moved to Brooklyn was because I love Fit for Mom and Stroller Strides so much. And I just wanted to be closer to the park so I wouldn't have to drive there every day, I could just walk. So, alright, I think yeah. this is mixed. All right. Well, that's it. That's all, all right. you do. And now you have to sit there with your hands all dirty. All right. <laughs> um, but anyway, folks, so it doesn't look like much now, but you just lay it out in a pan, press it down, and then you freeze it or refrigerate it until it sets, and that's it. And then it comes out looking, Asher cut these, so I don't know what shapes they'll be in. And they've actually warmed a little bit in the room, so they're usually a little tighter. It just comes out looking like, look at that. So. You can tell this one's getting a little loose, but that's just because it's been out in the room temperature. But so that's that is it for that. That's a simple recipe. Dashiell, do you have something to say? <laughs> Good. Did you like a cookie, Dashiell? And some of the other things that I did, um, we have the granola bars, and then this is beets. These are beets um, because beets are healthy for kids, right? My kid loves beets. I don't know. Do you, do you guys? Do your kids like beets? Nobody likes beets? Okay. Well, these are sweet beets. They're um, my great-grandmother's recipe. They're actually, I don't even want to tell you what it is because it sounds gross, but you just have to try it. It's actually just beets, and it's in a ginger snap and pickle juice sauce. What? It's so good. you got to try it. <laughs> Trust me. And then I made little um, savory cupcakes. I don't know, Anna Catherine, you tried one this they're morning. Good. But they're lemon basil yogurt um, cakes with tomato mascarpone icing. So obviously every mom has their own technique about how they want to feed their baby, but I actually started Asher really early on eating solid foods at like four or five months, which I don't know if a lot of moms do that, but he is not a picky eater, thank God. Um, but he, I just, you know, I didn't necessarily even puree his food. I kind of just started him out on finger foods right away, which... Um, you right. Works for some people. One. Avocado. He loves beets. This is this is the recipe that he really likes because it's one. It's sweet, um, and it's really simple to make because it's literally just ginger snaps, which isn't so good for your kids. But you could buy organic whole wheat flour <laughs> ginger snaps, sure, um, and pickle juice and beets, and he loves that. And uh, we do a lot of meatloafs, meatballs because you can get vegetables and whatever in a meatloaf. Um, what else do we do? What kind of recipes do you cook for your kids? My kids are very picky eaters, mm -hmm. so um, we eat. They eat a lot of kid food, like really yeah. basic stuff. Um, and yeah, we do a lot of green smoothies, and that's how I get their vegetables in them. Yeah, they eat a lot of fruit. Um, Don't you have like a famous like pasta dish do, that you just yeah. were on uh, <laughs> camera about talking about? Um, yeah, we make a mac and cheese carbonara. Uh -huh. Basically, take macaroni um, and boil it, and then you put an egg in, a raw egg, and then cook yep. the egg in with the pasta. Mm -hmm. Then you cook up some bacon, and then mix the bacon in. Yeah, so Jen, Lucy would love that, since she loves eggs. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> a little cheese on top. Yeah. And uh, then, um, so these cupcakes, Asher really likes as well. And it's also one of those kind of tricks, too, because you think it's going to be sweet. It's a little sweet, but they're lemon basil yogurt cupcakes. Yeah, you don't actually have to call them a cupcake, I guess. Um, a muffin. Yeah, a muffin, sure. That sounds better. And then on top, it's like tomato and mascarpone and uh, a little basil. And Asher really loves those as well. And I feel so like good. just because they don't have sugar, a lot of sugar in them, that they're a little healthier. <laughs> right? 
Um, but you can use whole wheat flour. Um, there's a lot of ways you can make any recipe healthy for your kids. They're delicious. Honestly. Thank you. Yeah. And then here's the not so healthy delicious part, but kids are also <laughs> welcome to have those as well, obviously. Um, that is a chocolate chip banana bread. All right. So, any kids like bananas? Want a chocolate chip banana bread? Yeah. No? Dairy. Poor Dashiell. Dashiell can't eat anything over there. We have some coconut macaroons. We have some, um, actually, I didn't make this, so I can't really take. Um, you didn't make that one? No, how do you pronounce this? Regula? Thank you. That's what it Rigola. is. Want to tell the camera what it is? Like, what about it? Wait, <laughs> you didn't make it? No. All right, I'll <laughs> <laughs> My friend made it. Yeah, yeah I th it's been in the freezer. It's like, I think it's a pastry with like fruit and sugar and yeah. Butter. Butter. A lot of butter. And then my kid also likes really sour things like pickles, so we have pickles. Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of like an Asher, Asher feast, so enjoy. And we have some tea, obviously, and smoothies, so sorry my kid's over here. Hi, buddy. Ready to join again? He loves tea parties. It's actually, uh, it's always been a family tradition to have tea parties. And this, again, is for my great-grandmother. And um, she always had that at her tea parties in her big southern house with all of her southern belle friends. Let's not play with that. <laughs> uh, whatever, let's play with that. It's all about getting messy, too, right, guys? Um, so do you have any, like, gluten-free, wheat-free? No? Well, that's kind of another um, big issue for a lot of people. Um, and their kids is, you know, the whole gluten-free thing where you have the allergy to um, the protein in wheat, barley, and rye. So basically, you know, gluten is hidden in a lot of stuff. So you want to avoid, like, whole wheat flours, all-purpose flours, that kind of thing. Um, definitely most pastas. Um, some of the things you can make, um, even these muffins with, you can make them with um, a combination of rice flour. There's coconut flours, potato flours. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of different flowers you can use. Um, tapioca flour. Um, and then uh, segment, after this, we're going to go to the kitchen and cook um, some sticky garlic noodles. And we're going to use buckwheat noodles, which is kind of sounds like it would have wheat in it, but they actually don't. They're gluten-free as well. So I know a lot of moms have um, struggled with gluten. Yeah. It's a new allergy, especially um, with GMOs and that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah. The, there's a big push for moms to learn mm -hmm. how to make gluten-free snacks. And really, the best way to go about it, the best way is to whole fruits and vegetables. Sure, yeah, and, eat whole. And like, use yeah. that. Um, and just try and stay away from like the crunchy snacks and the pretzels. But it can be hard when you have kids and you're like, just want to give them something yeah. in those little cups, right? And, and if you're you, like, ah, Exactly. And if you look at the back of a package and it has names that, of stuff that you don't recognize in the ingredients, yeah, there probably is gluten hiding in there yeah. somewhere because it, it hides in the weirdest things. Right. You really want to know like what every ingredient is. Yes. You want to be able to heard And that's another really good point to bring up. Like, Try to avoid, obviously you can't always avoid it. I mean, this, this kid gets a fruit snack and goldfish every once in a while when I'm running out the door, but um, avoid foods where you can't recognize the ingredients on the back of the yeah. label. And like minimal ingredients too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Anna Catherine, why don't you tell me how you got started with Fit for Mom? Um, you have two boys, correct? I do, I have two boys. They're four, almost five and seven. And I started um, when my seven-year-old was just about one and I didn't want to have to go back to work and I was looking for something to do and for an exercise class and there weren't any in, in Prospect Park. Uh -huh. So I knew about this franchise opportunity from a friend of mine and so I started it here and that was six years ago. Yeah. And um, we started with Stroller Strides, which is Fit mm -hmm. for Mom's most popular class. Uh -huh. 
Um, where That's we what take, Asher and I do. Yeah. Um, and we take the kids out to the park with the strollers and push them around and get in a really good workout okay. and sing songs. and. Um, what we're doing is we're teaching our kids that fitness can be fun, right? Mm -hmm. That we're um, that, that exercise doesn't have to be work, and setting a really great example for them. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then we've uh, we offer classes for moms for all stages of motherhood, prenatal and postnatal. Mm -hmm. um, we have a really popular class called Body Back for moms mm -hmm. who want to get their body back um, at any age. And yeah, we have a really great run club that meets um, twice a week. We have beginner runners and advanced runners, and we're just about to start doing our half marathon training. Oh, for the wow. Half marathon in May. Um, yeah, we've got a lot going on. And I hear you have, a, um, you have a good set of instructors. I do. I have two great instructors. Sarah Nicholas is one of our fantastic stroller strides instructors. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, okay, Meredith, who was here at the table before, is going to start teaching classes. Um, and we have a couple of other women, all moms, who, um, who are great trainers and, and really help inspire women. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. It was something that I um, really needed when I was isolated alone by myself in an apartment in New York City. With I, I just moved to New York, so I didn't even have any really mom friends. And I was all of a sudden faced with this little thing that all they did was poop, sleep, and you know, drink milk. and. Cry, yeah. cry, you can't forget about the crying. Um, and it can be really isolating, so it was, it was more even, a, it was a social thing for me yeah. too. And that's another thing that Fit for Mom does, they have Our Village Meetups, mm -hmm. which is what this is actually is today, mm -hmm. um, where the moms get together outside of class and the babies can socialize and the moms can socialize and we can talk and get to know each other and have tea parties and yeah. What, whatever, right? Because it's true. So how can we learn more about the organization? Um, there's a national website. You can go to fitformom.com. That's fit with the number four, mom.com. And then you enter in your zip code, and it'll tell you where the nearest classes are to you. Yeah, and they're all, they're all over the country. They are all over the country. All right, so thanks, mamas. Enjoy. Let's, let's spend some time enjoying this tea party with the kiddos. So I'm going to head back to the kitchen and cook up some great, delicious, healthy recipes. Don't go anywhere. We are back at the kitchen and we're going to cook up two delicious, nutritious recipes for your families. And we're specifically, again, focusing on the kiddos in the family. The first recipe I love and I use a lot at home, and it's, it's cool because you can do it in so many different ways. It's your classic meatloaf, which is meat, a binder, egg, bread, whatever. And then you can add in vegetables that maybe your picky toddler doesn't want to eat. Um, different kinds of spices, a good way to introduce spice to your, to your kids' uh, repertoire. Um, I will say it does have egg, so if you have those kinds of allergies, you need to be careful of them. But it's just, it's a cool recipe that you can basically do whatever caters to your kid's particular taste, and it's also a good place to hide stuff that's good for your kid. So we're going to start off with ground chicken, and it's just lean ground chicken. I like to use ground chicken because I think it's one of the more healthier ways to um, eat meatloaf. You can use ground beef, you can use ground turkey, I guess you could even use um, salmon or something like that, um, whatever, whatever you really you, you like and your kid likes. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to add, well actually it doesn't really matter what order you add them in, this is also the beauty about this, re um, this recipe, is you can add everything into one bowl and that's it. We're not cooking it before we throw it in the oven or anything. So we have tomatoes, just diced tomatoes. You don't want the skins on, just because it's not very appealing to the palate, but you can buy a canned tomato, throw it in there. We have eggs that are beaten. 
already. These are going to be our binders. I like onion in mine, and I happen to have a not-so-picky toddler, and he loves onions, which is spectacular and kind of strange for a child, so you can leave that in or not. Um, I also love to add steel ground oats, and instead of breadcrumbs, just because oats, sweets, grains, obviously nutritious. So I like to use that as my binder instead of the bread. We have some garlic. I add garlic to almost every recipe. It's one of Asher's favorites. Asher's my son, if you haven't gotten that already. Um, parsley. I like a little tomato paste because my kid doesn't like to have a little sweet kick. You can have barbecue sauce. You can also add it to the top of the meatloaf as well. And then just season it up with some salt and some pepper. Again, just according to whatever your kid's taste is. You can either go in it with a spoon or you can use your hands. I like to use my hands normally, but let's try it with the spoon so I don't make a mess of things. But you just bind it all together. See how simple that is? You could put cheese in here. I've put broccoli, you name it, mushrooms. Runs the gamut. All right, I gotta get in with my hands, I'm sorry. All right, just make sure it's incorporated. You don't need to overmix it. Just make sure all of that's in there. And it's pretty and colorful, too. Didn't your mom always tell you the best way to eat is to eat all of your colors? Most nutritious way to eat. So we've got vegetables in there, we've got grains in there, we've got protein. All right. Then we're just going to take a pan. We're going to do something kind of cool. One last step to this. Just coat the bottom of the pan. And you can use a little loaf pan too if you want. Have a little bigger pan. And we're going to take eggs and we're going to lay it down the center. Also adding to that protein, right? Growing kids need protein. And then you're just going to add the next layer to the top. And then when you're done, actually, I'm going to turn the eggs the other way. This is a bigger pan. There we go. And then when you cut into it, you can see all the different layers of the eggs. All right, just layer it on top. Cover up those eggs as best as you can. I'm a little sparse on top, but you get the idea. Push them down in there. And that is it, folks. Throw it in a 350 degree oven, probably for about 30 minutes or so. You want to make sure, obviously, that the meat is cooked. The eggs are already cooked. Um, the meat and the hard-boiled eggs are already cooked. You want to make sure the meat and the eggs that we added as a binder are cooked. But you'll kind of you'll you'll know when it's cooked anyway. It'll start kind of pulling away from the sides as well. I'm going to put this in the oven again, 350 degrees for about 30 minutes. I'm going to get this area cleaned up, and then we'll come back for our next recipe, which is sticky garlic noodles. So I selfishly created this dish because I love Asian food. And so it was my plan to make my son love Asian food as much as I do because that would just be devastating to me if I couldn't eat it at least twice a week. So I tried to come up with recipes that were good for young, uh, young children um, that don't have a lot of sodium, which is also pretty hard to do in Asian cooking, uh, and is full of protein and nutrition. My mission Asian flavors for my son. 
So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take soba noodles and you can use any kind of noodles that you like. I like soba noodles just because well, they're different and they're Asian, which <laughs> makes them cool, but they're buckwheat noodles and that also means that they're gluten-free. So if you have a kid that does have a um, gluten allergy, which is um, a protein found in wheat, barley, and rye, um, you can eat buckwheat. Even though it has wheat in the title, it is gluten-free. Um, so we're just going to throw these in the pan. They cook really quickly, so they won't take long, just a few minutes or so. So we're going to work on our other ingredients. We're going to take mushrooms, and I just use button mushrooms. You don't have to use button mushrooms. You can use any mushroom you or your child likes. And you just want to make sure they're clean. Just wipe them off with a damp cloth to get the excess dirt off of them. Take as many as you like. My son also happens to really love mushrooms, which is also good. I love mushrooms. They're one of my favorite things. I always tell my husband that my food groups, not the five food groups, are actually mushrooms, flour products, butter, and pasta. I could live on those things alone and I would be happy. All right, so we're just gonna, you can slice them or you can chop them however your little one likes it. Um, I'm just gonna slice them. My son likes them in bigger pieces and they look prettier in the dish too. They're in bigger pieces. And like anything that you're trying to maintain the nutrition in, it's kind of good not to like make it too small or overcook it because you lose nutrition that way. So we're going chunky. We're going to add a little olive oil to our pan. You can also use other types of oil that you like that maybe are a little healthier, but olive oil is definitely a healthy oil to use. You can use butter, I guess, if you wanted to use butter. We're going to add some shredded carrot. And again, this is another recipe just like the meatloaf that you can kind of make it your own. You can do whatever vegetable you like. Um, broccoli's good in here. Sometimes I'll add corn. Just turn it down a little bit. Um, very versatile. And again, another good place to hide stuff that your kid doesn't normally like to eat. Alright, now we're going to make the sauce. Super simple. We have low sodium soy sauce. Um, and also, since we're going for the whole gluten-free option with this meal, you can use tamari um, instead of the soy sauce. It tastes just like soy sauce, except it's gluten-free. So that would be a good option. You don't want them to... I don't like them to cook too much, but just soften a little bit. So soy sauce, we have some brown sugar. Again, kids like sweet... And let's throw the garlic in the pan. Just let that marry together a little bit. Again, I like garlic in almost everything I cook. Maybe that should be another food group. Mushrooms, garlic, pasta, and butter. Oh, and pork. I swear, my favorite. All right, so we're going to take a fork and just mix the sauce together. That's done. That's done. And now we're going to take out our pasta because that's been cooking for about a minute. You can drain it. 
in a drainer or you can just kind of do it this way. Just be careful because when you're putting water into something hot, it will splatter. Don't burn yourself. Makes a lot of pasta. All right, so throw that in the pan. Here's my spoon. Mix that around. Distribute the ingredients, and then you just take your sauce and pour it over. I also really like to add a little um, sesame oil, but again, that is a pretty strong flavor, so it might not be something that your little one likes. Um, but it's certainly delicious in this, and it kind of gives that extra Asian kick. And you just let that go for, I don't know, a minute or so. Just kind of coat the, um, the noodles, and it'll get kind of a sticky consistency um, just because of the uh, sugar that we put in there, the brown sugar. And it smells so good. The last thing that I like to do, well, not the last thing, the second to the last thing that I like to do is my kid really loves eggs. As you can see, I have eggs in both of these recipes, so obviously he really loves eggs, but it's a great place for protein. Um, instead of eggs, you could um, add meat to this dish as well, or fish, or anything. Shrimp is delicious, chicken, you name it. See how they're kind of sticking now? Getting sticky? That's, that's exactly what you want. Not burned, but sticky. Um, you can either do it with hard-boiled eggs, or you can do uh, scrambled eggs and mix it in, kind of like it was a fried rice, or, I don't know, a fried egg on top, whatever you like. And again, you can use um, any kind of meat as well. All right, so that is it. We're going to garnish it with some green onions here in a second. We'll turn that off, because it's actually sticking too much now. All right, these look ready to eat. We're going to grab a bowl. See how fast that was? What, was that maybe five minutes? So quick. And this is a mama-sized portion, not a baby-sized portion. However, my son, you put a bowl of pasta in front of him, and he can eat almost as much as I can. It's pretty incredible. All right, so I like, again, to put egg on top because he likes it that way. And then I also like to add a little color and a little more pizzazz with some green onions. You don't have to. Again, this is kind of a dish that you can create what you want out of it. And there we go, voila. All right, this looks delicious. We're gonna clean this up, hopefully the meatloaf's done, and we're gonna have a toddler feast when we return. So we have everything plated up and ready to go. Our meatloaf is cooked to perfection. A lot of eggs, but it's really pretty. <laughs> so the first dish I think I'm gonna try is this meatloaf. Again, in the meatloaf I used ground turkey and some tomato, onion, parsley, what else do I have in there? Garlic, of course, and then in the inside was that beautiful egg right on top. Tastes really, really good. It's, it's moist from that tomato. It's got a little um, kick from the spices, and then the freshness of that parsley just makes it delicious. And if you get a little egg in there, that's all the better. And then we have our pasta, which is the sticky garlic noodles. And again, we topped that with egg, and we just added some mushrooms and carrots. It adds a beautiful color, and then we topped all that off 
with some green onions. Again, you can make any variation of both of these dishes that you'd like. Hide those vegetables from the kids. The soba noodles that have soaked up that brown sugar and the low sodium soy sauce for the kids and all those different vegetables. It's healthy, it's delicious, it's beautiful, it's colorful, packed full of protein, and it's also gluten-free, which is a bonus if you have a kid that's allergic to wheat. So there you have it, folks. We have the sticky garlic noodles again and the turkey meatloaf stuffed with an egg. All beautiful presentation. Hopefully it's appealing to your kids like it's appealing to mine. Thank you for joining me on the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas, and remember, there's always a story behind every great recipe.